Hello, and welcome to the McGappaFries Movie Podcast. I'm Gavin. And I'm Ian. And uh, welcome. It's been a long time. It's been, it's been a long two time. Months. Has it been as long as two months? It's been two months. Jesus. Yeah. Uh, if you're listening to us for the first time, we are uh, movie... It's not been two months. Yeah. <laughs> it hasn't been two months. Welcome. We're just starting. Uh, we, we are a movie review talk show. We talk about movies, anything, to do, anything that we can think of to do with movies, and then after that we review movies. So uh, what are you going to be reviewing today? Uh, today I'll be reviewing Looper and the latest James Bond, Skyfall. Uh, I'll probably bring up Madagascar 3 a little bit here and there. I've seen that as well. Because it's... Uh, <laughs> It was a nice little surprise. And uh, we also are just coming from uh, last night. We attended the, uh, the gala premiere of War of the Worlds Goliath, which is opening in Malaysia on the 15th. You need to declare your, yeah. uh, what, is it? What, what do they say? What do they say in newspapers when they have, an inter- have to declare their interest? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm intimately tied with this project. And uh, so, is, so. And so and so is Ian to a, to a slightly lesser extent. Yes, I do have a I have a, a character name uh, credit and a performed by credit. Yeah, but awesome. uh, for those of you who do take the trouble to listen to us when we post something up, like all two or three of you, yeah. Um, the reason why we, there's been a bit of a lull is well, I think in the first month um, I was um, directing my first film, mm. and so that was was kind of difficult <laughs> <laughs> to uh, find time to, uh, to to cast. Yet I mean to what you couldn't had no, you know to do anything to do anything. Uh, I, I kind of, uh, you kind of, I kind of underestimated just how much uh, directing a film would, cons- you know, cons- really. <laughs> <laughs> what you thought that'd be just a simple nine to three job? No, I, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. I didn't really think all that much. I just sort of went went right into it. And, oh, that's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I, in the back of my mind, I'd always kind of thought maybe might be able to fit in a podcast here and there. But yeah, it just ended up not happening. Yeah. Um, and then the following month. Uh, I got married. Hey. So, you know, that, that made it a little difficult to cast as well. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mr. <laughs> Mr. Beauty Queen from Mars. Yes. Yes, that's right. I am now Mr. Beauty Queen from Mars. Yeah. Uh, but it was good fun. It was a good party. Yeah. It was a good night. That's good. They carried me out. You carried me I out. I carried you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you Ian, Ian and my brother Duncan pretty much had to carry me out. Stuart. Shit. <laughs> Sorry, Stuart. We'll edit that well, bit out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't. I know I won't. Oh, come on, I was, I was drunk. I was fucked up. What do you expect? Oh, I know. I had to put you in the bridal suite. Anyway, thank you, Stuart. Thank you, Stuart. And thank you, man, for taking me back to the bridal suite. No worries. Good night. Oh, it was awesome. No, after we left you in the bridal suite. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you had a good 12 hours sleep. <laughs> uh, I fucking love room service. <laughs> You didn't watch a movie on the mound? No, I didn't watch it. <laughs> they didn't have the channel I like. <laughs> um, so but, directing the movie, though, all went well? You're quite happy with it? Well, yeah, we finished shooting. We shot, uh, shot the film in 12 days over a period of uh, two and a half weeks. And uh, we're, I'm, now it's uh, currently in the editing stage. Hope to have a rough cut ready middle of the next month. Uh, the movie's called Take Me to Dinner. It's about a retirement dinner for an old hitman. Played by uh, my friend Patrick Teo. And the media hype starts now. Yep. yep. <laughs> Slow but sure. Slow build. We, we'll, be having, we'll be having exclusives on McYap and Fries for the next couple of months. Probably, probably. <laughs> Every week an exclusive interview with And here's Gavin a Take Me to Dinner update. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, that's, that's why it's been such a long time. Yeah. Yeah. But a lot's happened. A lot has happened a in lot two has months. Happened. Is and this going to be one of those really long shows we should... It could be, but we can. I've I've already edited down my. I've already edited down my. Because a lot of shit it. has happened. Well, two months is a lot of shit. I mean, we should start. I think with the biggest one. Yeah. I mean, for yeah. those of you who don't know, 
again, people living on the rock. Uh, Disney bought fucking Lucasfilm. Lucasfilm, yeah, for four and a half billion. I heard that it's less than they pay for Pixar. Really? Yeah, I think Pixar was seven billion. Oh shit. I wouldn't have thought that. I would have thought Lucasfilm would be worth a little bit more. Exactly, because you're getting ILM, you're getting Skywalker Sound, you're getting... You're getting Indiana Jones. Yeah. You're getting, uh, you're getting Howard the Duck. <laughs> you're getting... All the, you're getting Star Wars, man. Star Wars, what the fuck? <laughs> it was just... It seems so nonchalant. It's just like, oh, uh, Disney's bought Lucasfilm and Star Wars Episode Seven is coming out in 2015. And before you start thinking to yourself, George Lucas, you greedy fuck, uh, to his credit, he has said the majority of this money... Yeah. You know, even if he keeps, like... Two percent for himself. Yeah, he's still he's still all right. He's already <laughs> as rich as fuck. He's already. Wor- I mean, he was worth I think three and a half billion. Yeah, uh, before, before before the sale. Uh, so add that to it. But he has said that he's going to give him most of the uh, four and a half billion to charity to his favorite charities. Yeah, or is it uh, to education? He, education. Yeah, education. Yeah, yes. he used them in his. Um, what do you call it? That word that they may have used for Bruce Wayne, the entrepreneur, the other one. Billionaire playboy. No. Uh, well, anyway, he's got. He has. He has. I think he already has companies set up that are doing some charitable, right, uh, educational work. Right. So he's going to give donate to those ones. But uh, from a fanboy point of view, let's talk about the big news: is that now that Disney has uh, paid all of this money for for uh, Lucasfilm, you can damn sure they're going to start making some fucking movies. Yeah, and uh, we are supposed to be getting a new Star Wars movie. Twenty fifteen. Twenty fifteen. That's. I mean, when you see that, it's like <laughs> a but you know, it's a single line. Just Disney's bought Lucasfilm, and you're getting a new Star Wars new movie Star Wars in twenty fifteen. I'm like, what? What you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like th- th- this was really kept quiet, very, yes. very nicely, very, very nicely. It was a huge fucking shock. Yeah, because you hear different stories. Like, I mean, the MGM problems that they had for quite some time. You heard everything. Yeah, like someone's yeah. involved, someone's thinking of buying this, someone's yeah. thinking of buying that. But this is just like, oh, by the way, it's done. This is one of these things is that when I first heard it, I thought, oh my god, it's the end of the fucking world. Uh, but then the more I thought about it, the more I thought this could be the coolest thing ever. Could be. Could be. I mean, there's. Disney is in an amazing position now. I mean, like, they could go really nuts with this. I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that... I mean, I know it's not going to happen anytime soon, but I'm hoping that within the next 10 years or so, we might get, like, uh, they might start cro- you know, crossing the, the universes. Cause, uh, so we get, like, uh, Lucasfilm and Marvel sort of mishmash stuff. Oh, okay. You know, it's like, remember I was t- told you, like, Captain America yeah, and, and, and Indiana Jones? Well, you know, the it's the same period. Yeah. It could, could work, you know? The one thing they say about the... Um Indiana Jones is that Paramount still owns the distribution rights to that so don't expect much on that yeah either. and Fox still owns the rights the to distribution rights for the original one yeah for, the, for episode 4 forever yeah and for the other ones until 2020 yeah so, so like, don't expect any Disneyfied box yeah, set yeah there ain't gonna be any box sets available just yet because people were clamoring to say right is Disney you own it listen to the fans give us the untouched <laughs> original uh, movies where and Fox is like and Fox is like sorry yeah you fucked up <laughs> <laughs> look what I got <laughs> I got what the fans want, bitch. Yeah. I mean, fuck you, Mickey Mouse. I mean, the, the Avengers was in play before Disney bought them, right? Yes. Yeah. So yes. we haven't actually seen any product of any of this kind of stuff yet. No, not yet. Not yet. So it's going to be very, very weird. Uh, did you hear the yesterday, the uh, Friday, the writer has been confirmed yeah, for it's, uh, Star Wars. Yeah, Michael Arndt. Yeah. So he was. Uh, he wrote Little, Little, Miss, Sunshine. Little Miss Sunshine. He co-wrote uh, Toy Story Three. Yeah. I mean. And, and he's also um, he's also uh, doing the uh, the script for this the hungry hung, hungry games hungry uh, games <laughs> the hungry games the hungry games sequel catching, catching fire. fire yeah but um, yeah I mean the Toy Story three thing I'm, I guess there's so many people have their mitts on that script though I mean they yeah. spend an awful lot of time yeah. getting their shit together before they even start animating uh, and I also remember remember reading that uh, that he, he so far I think he's turned in like a 40 50 page kind of like outline. George has or, or Michael Michael Hart, that is the, and uh, the, and that his current uh, draft includes Leia Luke and Han Solo. yeah which would be very very cool 
be interesting. Be interesting to see how they play that. Yeah, are they going to be like old and cast them now? I mean, do you, do, you know, Mark Hamill doesn't really look like a Jedi Knight anymore. No, you know? <laughs> but hey, gets old. So that's the whole point. It's a saga. I know. It's just kind of weird. I'm uh, just kind of interested to know how they're going to play it. Are they how far after the events of Return of the Jedi does this movie happen? Well, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> I haven't heard anything about putting them like young ones at all. I thought it was like it's set after, like if they would be old again. I just thought it was really funny that Harrison Ford said that he's open to returning. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, yeah, no shit. Well, <laughs> to be fair, Harrison Ford is a grumpy fuck. Yeah, no, he was always a bit of a, he was always a bit of a dick about it. Like every time you... In, so I'm actually in, amazed he's saying he's open to anything. Of course he's open to it. You know, he's, he's full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> every interview I've seen him give in regards to like Star Wars or Blade Runner, one of the first things he always does is like say, well, I'm not necessarily a fan of this genre. It's always very quick yeah. to knock down the genre, but it's, it's like, but you can't stop going back to it, no. you fucking whore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the other news was that actually people are, directors are starting to come out and say, no, they're not doing it. So uh, Steven Spielberg, Quentin Tarantino, and uh, what's his name, Zack Snyder, all came out and said they wouldn't be interested. What so about Matthew Vaughn? Is that uh... no? That's still not. Somebody else, I think it was Brian Singer or somebody, Mark Miller or something, said that Matthew Vaughn had left um, X Men: First Class for another movie called Something Service. I think it was right. not Secret Service, Silent Service, something like that. So something, some other drama that he wants to do. And that's another piece of news that's uh, happened: is that Matthew Vaughn leaving X uh, X Men Two? Yeah, which and he's being replaced now by, by, by Brian, Brian Singer. Singer. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Yeah, I mean I, Brian I, Singer. I no, saw I mean, something about how Jack the Giant Killer has been re-edited and moved back and all this other kind of shit. And well, I'm not surprised. That first trailer looked absolutely terrible. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know the Mon- Monty Python are back together. Yeah. You know, it kind of came across <laughs> like that. Um, but no, I just really liked what Matthew Vaughn did with X-Men First Class. There yeah. was, and especially after, after watching um, you know, Kick-Ass and uh, Matthew Vaughn's previous work, you could really see his, uh, his stamp yeah. on, on X-Men First Class. and. I think it was its, it was its own thing. The fact that he's not doing it now and he's being replaced by Brian Singer, whose last couple of movies haven't really blown me away. No, um, it's a bit of a shame. Even though, you know, it's kind of funny. You know, we should be happy because it's the director of the original, the first, the yeah, first yeah, yeah. coming back to do it. We, we, you know, theoretically, we should be happy. But, but for some strange reason, I'm kind of bummed that uh, it's Brian Singer and that it's not Matthew Vaughn. Did Vaughn have for X Men First Class? Did he have the really tight deadline? Like he had a deadline already committed to when he started directing, yeah, right? Yeah. He had a really tight deadline of that the previous time because he was asked to do. Was it Thor? The third X Men as well, and he wouldn't. Yes, he yes, yeah, he didn't do it because it was, it was too X-Men tight. Last Stand, yeah. Yeah, he wouldn't do that because it was too tight. But yes. he managed to pull it off for X Men First Class, which is great. Yeah. And everything we hear, I mean, there was rumors that Patrick Stewart might be in mm-hmm. uh, First Class because they're going to do Days of Future Past, yep, which yep. is which is awesome. I, <laughs> I want to see how they that's tell never going to fucking work. <laughs> it's going to be interesting <laughs> to see how they pull that off, yeah. especially with the, the with the with the cinematic continuity. Yeah, you know, because like you're you're switching characters around left, right, and center. So I don't know how that's going to work. Yeah, and I mean the characters that are in Days of Future Past is like Kitty Pride and Wolverine and shit like that, right? Yeah, yeah. So they're not in these movies. Yeah. <laughs> Explain yourself. Yes. <laughs> how is this going to work? Matthew Vaughn just must have been going through the going through the comic books and like we're totally. Oh, this over. is Days of Future Past. I oh, thought it was the other one. I thought we were talking about something else. <laughs> uh, hang on, hang on, hey, Paramount. <laughs> Is that, is that movie still going? Get me George Lucas on the line. Get me the fuck out of here. <laughs> but back to the Star Wars for a minute. Did you see the quotes from the directors who said they wouldn't be doing it? Uh, no. Like, so Spielberg said, no, no, it's not my genre. Uh, it's my best friend George's genre. And he kind of like put his hands off. And Funny, you can actually imagine him saying it. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think he was caught like walking into something. Oh, right. right. No, no, it's not my genre. 
But uh, Tarantino said, I could, co- I could so care less, especially if Disney's going to do it. I'm not interested in the Simon West version of Star Wars. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's a great quote, though. It is, it is. What does... <laughs> Why Simon, Why Simon West? <laughs> Quentin Tarantino hates Simon West. Did he fuck your sister or something? I mean, like, what's... <laughs> That's weird, right? I guess he didn't like Expendables. Yeah. <laughs> or I guess he didn't like Stolen. Yeah. No, no, I didn't like Stolen. That was out on DVD before I was actually on the cinema. Right? I didn't see that. that I mean, didn't see that. Even as a Nicolas Cage fan, I could take one look at it and went, like, that looks like shit. <laughs> you heard, it's since been debunked, but there was a rumor that Nicolas Cage was, was going to be in Expendables, Expendables 3. 3. Which, which would have been awesome. Would, would have been awesome, but at the same time, it would have been official that Nicolas Cage really no longer gives a shit about it. Yeah. <laughs> and he's, we already kind of know that, but him doing Expendables 3 would just be the icing on the cake. Mm. <laughs> uh, should, and like, for Expendables 3, I want them to come up with a really just fucking terrible B-grade action stars they need to get Michael Wincott and and uh, fucking you know Jeff Wincott Bosley what's his name Brian Bosley Bro- yeah Boswell Brian Boswell yeah. get Brian Boswell uh, Jeff Wincott fucking o- Oliver Grunier whatever the fuck his name was in like the really C grade action star. what was that guy who did um, that old guy looked like it was like the Leslie Nielsen the fucking the fucking bad cheesy sci-fi from Mission Impossible it's like Rupert Graves no Not was someone Graves. like that it was something like uh, anyway I, something Graves me. Yeah, and then get get Wesley Snipes out of prison. Get him fucking in there as well. Um, get I don't know. Break it, that's the movie. Is breaking Wesley Snipes out of prison. Get Lance Henriksen in there as well. Yes. <laughs> He's too 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 old to fucking do anything. He's just got to stay in the tree and just shoot from. He there. gives him the job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, actually, now that you mentioned Expendables, I'm thinking like, could you get Arnold Schwarzenegger in Star Wars? He's acting again. There was uh, an interview with um, Lorenzo. Lamas Lorenzo get Lorenzo Lamas in there um, and Lorenzo, Lorenzo Deneventura yeah. the, the producer the guy who did uh, G.I. Joe Matrix all this yeah. uh, and he's also producing uh, the new Arnold movie The Last Stand right. and uh, he was saying that um, that uh, he wanted to was think, he was trying to if they do another red he wants, yeah. he wants to get Arnold he wants to get Arnold to do oh, a third red to do a third red because there was one character called Igor the Butcher or Ivor the Butcher that was always referred to yes. but they never seen him so they just said if they ever bring that character Arnold would be great as Igor the Butcher <laughs> which you know it's a good name it's a good name for a movie uh, they have, they've just finished wrapping Red 2 haven't they? yeah yeah with uh, Anthony Hopkins that'll be interesting yeah. the first one was fun yeah yeah uh, so yeah, Star Wars. I just like I don't know what they're going to do and how it's going to work. And I'm choosing to be optimistic about the whole thing. I mean, uh, if I <laughs> can't get any worse. No, exactly, exactly. I mean, I mean, I know that Lucas cares and all, but it, it, the last three weren't great. No, I mean, when he said he handed in a treatment for the next couple, I'm sure like Disney got that. Thanks, George, and just put it in the shredder. Yeah, I didn't pay four and a half billion bucks <laughs> for the continuing story of Jar Jar Binks. Uh, no, but even Lucas listened to the fan when it came to Jar Jar Binks. Mm. We did get less of him. <laughs> less. And, but we, unfortunately, that meant getting more Anakin. Yeah. <laughs> Which didn't work. No. I mean, I think at the end of the day, you just cannot forgive him for... Making for, for make, Darth Vader a make, whiny fucking teenager. Exactly, exactly right. It's not fair! <laughs> just running down the fucking halls of the Death Star, slamming his door. Yeah, that's just bad. Yeah, not good. In other Disney news, 
moving on so quickly from that really that's that's how that's the biggest indicator of all they're making new Star Wars movies and we're like next news yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're not dedicating an entire show to it we don't give a shit just do Dark Empire alright just do Dark Empire nah I don't like the Clone Emperor Dark, Dark Empire was awesome no but just have Luke and Leia as a grown up Luke Jedi. brings down an at-at walker with using nothing but the force yes and Leia gets tempted to the dark side oh no he goes to the, he goes to the dark side right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So, new Disney news. Uh, the trailer for uh, Iron Man 3 yeah. came out. Have you noticed his t-shirt? Sorry, I was just jumping ahead. There. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> and uh, I, don't, I thought it was a badass trailer. Yeah. I thought it was really good. It looks really like the... Marvel's going dark. Yes. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. Kevin Feige said that, what, that you know... <laughs> the fanboys are fucking... You know, the fanboys are all up in arms about it. They're, they're all concerned over Ben Kingsley's accent. It's like, come on, man. He's, how, a, he's an American. How, he's, how, he's an American how, uh, educated guy from the Middle East, huh? You know, first with Bane, and now with now with the Mandarin, you're thinking, Gee, what the fuck is wrong with your ears? Yeah, it's like none of you guys seem to be able to hear properly. I can hear. I, 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 I understood it. It is a weird. It is a weird voice, though. He's a very, like, not Donald Trump style, but there is that really Americanized. Like yeah. it's over. I am a teacher. He talks. I am a teacher. Yeah, it's very <laughs> odd the yeah. way he's talking. Um, very villainy. If you notice as well, so, yeah, very villainy. I mean, he's wearing a, he looks like a wizard for fuck's sake, but he's talking like a businessman. He looks damn funny. Yeah, but have you noticed? If you, I saw that screen grab, but on the t shirt, he's wearing a t shirt underneath all that? Is he? And it's, like, it's got like letters on it, like a college t shirt. So he's wearing, for those of you In who case you're confused where we're looking at it, we'll, we'll put all this up on the, yeah. on the page. Like Ben Kingsley's rocking a mad beard, he's got his hair in a bun. He looks like he's going to a gig. Yeah, he looks like Gandalf. <laughs> he's got an evil dead. Not evil dead. He's, him? He's, he's, he's just come from Glastonbury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is Glastonbury. But he's uh yeah, he's wearing a big old cloaky thing and he's got all his rings on. But um Yeah, he's wearing like a college t shirt underneath that has like like it, you can just about make out the letters if you look at it. There's kind of uh lettering on the t shirt. Alright. Oh, like so it's kinda of weird that he's wearing a t shirt under all these monthly robes. No idea what's going on there. Someone else spotted uh, he has a Captain America logo on his neck with an Anarchy logo in the middle instead of the A for America. Oh, right. Or instead of a star. Which is pretty fucking intense. I, I didn't know that. I didn't see that. No. <laughs> uh, I found that on ScreenGrabs.com. Jesus. Or, not on ScreenGrabs. People really do take these... People really do freeze... Play with I know, it's kind of like... It's got a little... Huh. It's kind of weird, right? I've never heard of that before. Have you? No, 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 no. Me neither. Me neither. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Uh, we also so yeah we got to see Tony in his own and uh, yeah yeah I mean it's the, the 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 mood of the trailer is very somber um, basically Tony Stark gets his ass kicked in this again um, but it, no it really seems to be something that this is a a film that's going to try and crush him crush his spirit mm. um, it's demon in a bottle without doing demon in a bottle apparently is it something like that well I mean in terms of the, uh, the in terms of the, the you know the, the character arc right. uh, because Marvel has made it very clear they're not doing Demon in a Bottle ever really because it, it, it just doesn't fit into a, into the cinematic their, 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 their they, plan for their yeah movies. they're not going to be able to sell the Iron Man branded uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. alcohol kit especially now alcohol that Iron kit. Man at least far as uh, the movies are concerned Iron Man is pretty much their flagship title yeah uh, so they're not going to fuck with they're going to be a drunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> Um, but there's a lot of bits and pieces going on in that trailer. So, have you read? Did you ever read Extremis? No. All right. So it was uh, Warren Ellis's take on Iron Man, where he kind of ignored all the continuity, very much like what they did for the movie. He ignored enough of the continuity before 
the story of the <clears throat> of the birth of Iron Man was pretty much what wasn't used in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone gets infected with this nanotech stuff, and Tony, and they're, they're faster than him, and they're stronger than. Him. Oh right! So he can't keep up with the suit, so he has to do other things to get himself to keep up. But there's also an awful lot. So that's where there's a shot in it where I mean, in the comics, it was basically that the suit would melt and actually hide in his bones. <laughs> What? It was nanotech. <laughs> I know, right? But when it's Warren Ellis doing it, it's all believable tech. Yeah. Um, obviously, they're not doing that, but you did see the, even suit, though, even the glove though, flying onto his wrist. Even though he is laughing at you for, for believing it. Yes. Yeah. His hat and his beard. Um, but yeah, the gloves fly onto his hand. There's also a lot of stuff with him wearing uh, headsets. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's points of like, he that they were saying, you know, things haven't been the same since America, uh, New York, and he's, you know, he doesn't sleep, but when he does, he has nightmares. Yeah. And there's a shot of Pepper trying to wake him up, and Iron Man yeah, suit. Iron Man, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it looks like he might be doing either the AI-controlled Iron Man suits, or he's controlling them remotely, and his subconscious is freaking out. Because there's a scene as well of them in the ruined house with Tony lying on his back and an Iron Man suit over him. It's not the Iron Patriot. Right. Right. So there's a lot of that going on. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah. It'd be interesting to. See. <laughs> yeah. His, he did have a sentient suit at one point, right? Yes. I think that was one of the later 90s yeah, 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 things. Yeah, yeah. But at other times, he's had remote control ones as well? Uh, yes, he has. Oh. I think. <laughs> <laughs> I actually haven't read an Iron Man comic in fucking years. When you keep reading that one, it's over there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, go yeah, to the yeah, bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> the one with Fink Fang Foom in Las yeah. Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I love Fink Fang Foom. How can you not love Fing Fang Foom? I oh, know, that's right. Um, another big trailer that came out this week was for World War Z with uh, Brad Pitt. Yeah. Did you see this? Um, I saw half of it. <coughs> you, you saw the Entertainment Tonight clip or you saw the... I saw half, I saw of, half of the trailer because um, my, it wouldn't wouldn't play. Oh. It wouldn't play past the, past the first half for some strange reason. Weird. Um, I don't know. I just can't <laughs> seem to muster up any excitement. No, did you read the book? Um, I've, I'm trying to. Oh, really? It's very dense. Is it? It's very. <laughs> it just wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting like a fucking Da Vinci Code style type read, yeah, yeah. and it's just so like, it's so sort of like, I don't know, like depressing. Not depressing. It just feels. It's. I just. I just can't hold. It just can't hold my attention. I get tired of talking to like. Oh, it's, no, this is just. No, it's boring. All right. <laughs> I, wa- I wanted to like it. I but really- the book is a series of him interviewing people right about what happened. That's what the book is about, isn't it? Is it? I don't know. You're the one yeah. reading it. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Whereas in this, I mean, the Entertainment Tonight trailer, they had, they had a snippet of the trailer before the trailer. Fucking same. They do that again. But in that, it's like only one man can save the world, and it's like for for reals. I mean, from what, everything I hear about Twitter and like hearing about the book when it was optioned, the whole point of the book is he's the point of view character just going around after the fact collecting a report for the UN on what the fuck happened yeah whereas uh, in, in this one it looks like he's, he's the one who's going to save the world yeah because <laughs> what the fuck it's not and also I, I don't know for some strange reason I, I have issues with Brad Pitt's look in this movie his flowing locks and his bushy beard yeah it just looks like it really did look like a last minute fucking replacement really <laughs> like no because there's something about he looks like how you see him in the tabloids when he's out with his, when he's out with Angelina when he's scruffy looking yeah, yeah. he's scruffy looking to see, and, and with this that's exactly how he looks in this and for some tr- strange reason it I cannot see him as, as a character he is the guy from the tabloids yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the guy he's he, you know he's the guy he's, he just doesn't look like Brad Pitt it looks like someone else playing Brad Pitt weird eh, I don't know I mean he's playing a family man so he'll probably be a family man no and again Brad Pitt family man Family men don't have long flowing locks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. Was oh, that a bit long flowing locks there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
You see a fucking family? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, that was weird for me for some strange reason. And there was not, not nothing necessarily wrong with you know what he was doing. Yeah. Just, oh, it just looks underwhelming. I mean... There's a, there's a, the, the whole thing seems and to the be zombie, the, 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 the zombies, zombies and locusts. locusts. Yeah, the zombies. Yeah, it's just like stacks and stacks and stacks of zombies mauling yeah. at people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work. Not that enthused. Um, and did you see the teaser poster? No. <laughs> Talk about underwhelming. Really? It's just a black poster. Brad Pitt's, Brad Pitt's name on the uh, on the top. World War on the uh, in the center and a huge Z across it. Wow. No Im- no imagery. Nothing. Nothing. Waste of fucking time. <laughs> what a waste of paper. Yeah. Uh, did you see the other? <laughs> uh, we have an email. Whatever. It looks great and he looks hot. <laughs> um, that made no sense to anybody listening no. at home. Um, did you see the other zombie trailer that came out recently, which is for Warm Bodies? No. So this is Nicholas Holt as a zombie called Orr. And it just starts off, you don't see him very well, but he's just walking along. It's like, why can't I connect with anybody? Why can't I just open up? And then like you see his, like, his knees and like him walking into the sunset and all that kind of stuff. And then it cuts to his front and he's all gray. And it's like, oh yeah, I forgot I'm dead. So the story of this one is that the zombies are kind of, yeah, they're zombies. Um, it, it, this, is, this is Max, this is Max my, my best friend. We almost have conversations sometimes. And it's him and Rob Corddry just sitting at a bar looking at each other going, uh-huh. Mm. So he falls in love with a girl, and it reigns in his zombie tendencies. I see, and it does look pretty funny. So there's a whole thing of like him, you know, they do the zombie walk from Shaun of the Dead, and mm. um, but there's a lot of like, what's going on with this? Why are the you know they're trying to have a romance, but like he's dead. Sounds that's, that sounds different. It is, and it looks pretty good. I mean, they have a whole. Show I think that's also part. another reason why I just don't care about World War Z. It just. There's better, better zombie movies. You know, it's like there's so no, there's so many fucking zombie movies coming out yeah. that have been out. I mean, there's this whole zombie resurgence. It's getting a bit ridiculous. There are so fucking many. Bring back the vampires. So in these, you know, it, something needs to happen now where to get people interested, it's got to be a bit different. And World War Z just looks like okay. The only thing that's different is just that there's really a lot of them this time. Yeah. You know, aside from that, it looks like every other zombie movie you've seen. Looks a lot like uh, Legend. Just with more uh, yeah, bad yeah. guys. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> but uh, no, Warm Bodies looks like it's a rom-com. It's funny looking. Okay. And Rob Cordy's in it, so that's always good. Yeah. Uh, did you see this photo of Tom Cruise? We'll put this up as well. This I know, is... I know. This looks fucking retarded. Yeah, it's like, shit, yeah, it's on fire. He's running. <laughs> He's running in an exosuit. He's, He's got a really intense face. Like yeah. he wants to take a shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but the whole I mean someone pointed out online as well he's got guns kind of on his on his forearms mm-hmm. how does he reload those I don't know <laughs> he can't quite reach his elbow this is a pic this is a, an image the first image that uh, has come out of Tom Cruise in Doug Lewin's All You Need Is Kill yeah uh, which is based on a, a manga that I have not read have you no. read it I don't think it's, is it a manga I think it's a novel it's a Japanese novel I thought it was a manga. I thought it was a novel. All right, then. Well, whichever. I either way, there's something that yeah, they're fighting against these bugs that basically eat the soil and then shit out soil our food won't grow in. So they're kind of faceless aliens that just... Anytime anyone goes near them, they just completely go fucking yeah. shit. And this this is a picture of Tom Cruise all sort of mecha suited up. Yeah, because next... Was it, is it next year? Next year is the year of the suit because what was it? Um, Matt Damon's wearing one of the Elysium. Yep, yep. And there's a third one somewhere someone mentioned, I think, as well. Yeah. I don't know, this just this picture just looks really funny to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like that fireball is too close, and he's like, he's oh <laughs> shit to piss his pants. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's some time traveling as well. Apparently, he dies and then keeps coming back. That's why it's all you need is kill. I see. 
for some reason and he keeps dying so I don't fucking know but yeah but um no it's a Japanese book it's definitely a book so Groundhog Day meets Starship Troopers is the way it's being described it does look weird and he's on a sci-fi trip now as well because well, Oblivion's coming out soon oh I think uh, David Arndt had um, Oblivion's Joseph Kaczynski's one I think David Arndt had a uh, script written on that as well David Arndt the guy uh, Michael Arndt. Michael Arndt yeah um <coughs> okay. so I don't know I'll see what happens with that yeah what else you got I haven't done shit <laughs> <laughs> sorry guys I haven't done any fucking research I have no idea what I'm doing <laughs> well, there's a little bit of, that James Mangold was talking about the Wolverine you saw about where it's fitting in the continuity um no I didn't read that oh. I didn't read that I, I did uh, sort of I, I saw there was something where he was talking about something to do with the Wolverine but I just uh, at that at that particular point in time I have so many other things to do that I really couldn't give a fuck <laughs> it's taking place after the rest of the X-Men movies Oh, is it? Yeah, like it's out of continuity, so he doesn't have to tie shit up and so, uh, tie in so much with things. Um, I, de- I like the teaser poster. Yes, the teaser poster is very, very cool. And um, <clears throat> Hugh Jackman looks like he's been his, his he must be giving his wife the biggest complex. Because <laughs> you say this before, because <laughs> this guy is just for a guy his age, yeah. he's in ridiculous shape. <laughs> he's a dick. Ripped. He's photoshopped. That, that, yeah, he's photoshopped ripped. <laughs> and that first uh, official image... Was that the one with the bone calls? Yeah. Uh, yeah no, no, no. The, the, the first official image was... Oh, he's turning? Yeah, when he's turning. It was like that. It didn't look real. Yeah. It looked... It looked no like, one can be that good looking. It looked like someone drew that shit. <laughs> <laughs> they just got Jim Lee on set drawing them in. And I was like, what the fuck? You, t- you take a look at that and you're like, holy shit. <laughs> oh, fuck going to the gym. Why even bother? Why even bother? <laughs> yeah, how'd that 4.5 km run do for you, huh? Mm. <laughs> Just a short one today, is it? Yeah. <laughs> fuck me. But, um, what was it that he said? A couple of other things he said. Hugh talks about training harder, eating better, and starting earlier. Wolverine deals with Yakuza, industrious politicians, Jackman. Uh, this is all a review on Collider. So the interview on Collider, they just say what's going on and what. But I mean, they looked. I think they seem to be pretty happy with it. But it could just be a complete mess. Trying to try, trying to tie all this in. And Matthew well, uh, well, Miller as well, isn't he? The he was talking a little bit about what his role is as um, being Joss Whedon for Marvel in Fox. Oh yeah. Yeah. So. He's trying to like add a few things to these movies that are already in development to try and tie them in a little bit more because obviously Fox wants some of that. So yeah. he was interviewed by Empire and he said, "We're sitting on some awful, awesome things here. There is another side of the Marvel universe, it's like we are. Let's try and get some cohesiveness going." Uh, so they brought me in to oversee that really to meet with the writers and directors to suggest new ways we could take this stuff and new properties that could spin out of it. Um, they did ask him to come out and work out a plan and he can't talk about it too much but he does have a three to four year plan of where things could go but he'd be working with people like Matthew Vaughn and this is before he left obviously and Josh Trank who's the director of the Fantastic Four just figuring out how everything can work together and not contradict each other hmm interesting yeah because we mentioned that before right that he was the new no you, you heard it right no you hadn't heard that at all no oh right I thought we mentioned that before <clears throat> Yeah, so he's like responsible for all the. Mm. Gonna try and tie all the Fox yeah. movies in. One of the reasons we haven't had a cast in two months is because I haven't really paid attention to anything in two months. I know. So I, I'm really out of it. Yeah. But this is news to me. I had no idea this was going on. Yeah, yeah, no, I haven't a while back then, so it was a big interview with Empire as well. 
again it can only help those movies get better I suppose mm-hmm. they can't get any worse that's true <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, 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 some other trailers I wanted to mention oh the Evil Dead fuck did you see that no you didn't see the Evil Dead trailer no <clears throat> there's a red band trailer out for the Evil Dead mm-hmm. um, it's the new Evil Dead uh, I can't remember the director's name but it's produced by Bruce Campbell and yeah, Sam Raimi and all the gang and uh, it's a fucking horror movie like it has the, the cabin in the woods I mean it's the cabin in the woods it's literally that, that's what it was in the first one it looks like that again mm-hmm. there's four people two guys two girls going out there to find the book the book doesn't quite have the face on it but it's still fucking ripped up mm-hmm. guy reads in the book and just fucking freaky shit goes on like there's a whole there is like there's flashes of stuff mm-hmm. so there is the camera zoom through the woods with a, a little bit a little bit of that but not it doesn't give you an indication of whether they're going to use that like quite like they did in the original one right there's a scene with a tree. Uh-huh, uh-huh. That's, that's still in there. Excellent. Um, there's a very brief scene with the chainsaw, but you don't need to see the chainsaw going down and blood landing but on the But does it look like they're embracing the uh, the more comic aspect no, of it? No, not at all. Nothing comic in it whatsoever. Right. So, like, I mean, there's a, one of the girls... I can't remember, because in, I get one and two confused all the time, but in one the of them... Lead, the, the lead one is the four right? Them, right? In the first yes, one, yes, and yes. the second one, it's just the two of them. Yes, yes, yes. And there's more more time for comedy action. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's four of them go out. One of the girls gets really badly possessed. Mm-hmm. Like there's some nasty ass fucking shit going on there with like I don't know. It seems to be something in the shower where it's like scalding water or something like that. Or the the, the trailer ends with her with a cutting an electric cutting knife and just like running it down her tongue. Fuck. Yeah. And oh, then there's one scene of, the, of a blonde girl with her hand all scaly, and she's getting she she gets an electric knife and or something to take it to her arm. So there will be arm arms coming off. There are chainsaws. There are proto zombies. There's a a tree rape scene. It's Evil Dead, <laughs> but it looks fucking. It's a horror movie through and through. Wow. Yeah. It's really really weird. And yeah, Ash was a girl this time, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoilers, but uh. Yeah, it's just gonna be really weird to see that. I mean, it's, I have no idea what they're gonna do with that. Yeah, I've had sort of mixed feelings about it. For, I mean, I'll probably see it anyway. <laughs> or not? There's just been, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I saw the carry teaser. Yeah, that's a teaser. Yeah. I mean, I presume that's the high school on fire at the close. But Chloe Moretz looks really weird. Yeah, Chloe Grace Barrett. Did you know what I'm saying? I've no, only watched that before you called call over, but <laughs> she has her full name in it now. But yeah, she's covered in blood. That's why she's looking weird. No, no, I mean, there was something... Oh, in real life, she just looked weird. No, like that, that, that bit in the teaser where we see her face, for some strange reason, it just didn't work for me. No? You know, it's like, uh, I actually can't accept her growing up. <laughs> she looks weird. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I see, every time I close my eyes and imagine her, she's always hit girl. Yes. And but there's some for some reason I just didn't connect when I saw her face. It just didn't work. She looked out of place in this in this teaser. Well, I mean, it's not a very good teaser. Just the, the, the helicopter shot of the town on bits of fire. It's her path of destruction, and then they end up with her. But yeah, I mean, I didn't. It doesn't tell us anything. No. Uh, did you see the trailer for the int- the troubled Lone Ranger? Yes, I did. Yeah, it's kind of. Inter- I mean, it's hard to say from a trailer, but it looks like stylish at least. The o- Gore, Gore Vabinsky is the only reason I'm going to see this. Yeah, the only reason. Not um, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp. I'm kind of. I mean, I'm bored of Johnny Depp. He's been doing this fucking weirdo sort of eclectic kind of thing for too long now. Yeah. You know, he needs to do needs some to, do some hard trouble. He, he needs to play a normal person. <laughs> 
in yeah. his life. He needs, <laughs> he needs to play a normal fucking person and not some weird fucked up kind of, you know, it's Indian paint pirate dude. You know, whatever. It's yeah. just play a normal person. It's getting very predictable. It's getting boring, actually. He's getting predictable in his oddness and unpredictability, right? Yeah, it's 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 getting a bit boring. Yeah. And Army Hammer to me is just a you know, he's like the Bermuda Triangle of fucking charisma. You know, like, <laughs> he's just bland as shit. Does nothing for me. <laughs> well, there's nothing. He doesn't say a word in the whole trailer. No, no. There's a lot of him looking at stuff, and yeah. also um, Johnny Depp just saying stuff to him. I don't know why they just didn't call it Tonto. Yeah, you know, it's just the t- Tonto brackets the Long Ranger. But at least it's coming together. I mean, they had a lot of problems with that movie over the last I hope while. It bombs. <laughs> I, I really do. Why? I don't know. I just I want Johnny Depp's career to go on the skids for a while, <laughs> and I want Jerry Bruckheimer to stop making movies, <laughs> and, and I want Gore Verbinski to be so to be so put off by the experience that he just does a, a whole bunch of movies like Rango. <laughs> And I want Army Hammer's career to disappear. Arnie! Army! It's the Arnie! It's Army! It's not Army! Check, it's Army! Fact check. <laughs> Army Hammer! Well, I'm calling him Army. Every time I look at him, he looks like an Army. <laughs> oh, you're right, it's Army Hammer. <laughs> that is so weird. That's one of those names that, like, like uh, I always thought it was Rod Sterling who did the Twilight Zone, but it's Rod Sterling, and that doesn't make sense to me. This will never... I, I've seen that as Ernie the whole time. Army Hammer? Army Hammer. Army Hammer. What the fuck kind of name is Ernie? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm here like this now. <laughs> Why did no one tell me this? It's got a stupid name. Call Army. Call Army. <laughs> this is a job for the Army. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't rename him. He didn't, out of embarrassment, change his first name to Sledge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of career on the skids well not yet but you know if it keeps going at this rate it might be uh, the other news that you probably happen is that um, Universal Pictures is making a deal for The Legend of Conan which will take place after the first Conan yes and, and ignore uh, all the sequels yes. with Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold Schwarzenegger is returning to the role of Conan yeah how does this make you feel uh, you know Arnold's been fucking up lately <laughs> <laughs> what really <laughs> I mean, although to be fair, I am I am excited about um, the last stand. Yes, I mean that looks that the trailer looked badass. I, I am looking forward to the last. What stand. was the other one? The tomb was it? The photo of him with the like really tight haircut and all the army gear. Is it the tomb? Uh, ten. What? Breacher, breacher, breacher. Yeah, um, I am kind of looking forward to that. Yeah, because you know that's that's season. Uh, David Ayer is an interesting director. Um, a little hit and miss, but um, he's you know he's d- done some pretty done some pretty good stuff. I thought you'd be over the moon about this. I did it's... I, I'm not sure because you know have we reached have we gone past peak uh, enthusiasm times like there's a new Star Wars movie like, uh, and he's gonna do Conan again because uh. <laughs> it all seems like uh, they're pissing all over your youth again yeah you know I mean and you know one of the things that the, the trailer in the last two months you become completely cynical and lost all enthusiasm and one of the <laughs> I've been look what you did to him my, my energy my energy for movies has been depleted by your wife <laughs> That soul-sucking like, vampire. It's like every every movie just sucks. It's okay, folks. She's in the room. <laughs> no, it's it's not that. It's like they're just everything feels too much. Like I'm glad he's I'm glad he's back. You know, but um, he's treading water. It's it's one of these things where it, it just feels unnecessary. 
mm. a return to Conan. It just feels unnecessary. Yeah. And uh, let's face it, dude. I mean, you don't look like you did. No. It's going to be a very unsettling reminder to, 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 to people that you've grown up, that you've grown old. Yeah. You know, and you should just accept it. You should start, you know... But I think, isn't you that... Should, you know, you should start trying to get into a Clint Eastwood phase of your career by, you know, by, doing, by doing stuff that make... And talking to chairs. Yes. <laughs> you know, I mean, the good thing about the Last Stand trailer is that it acknowledges his age. Yeah. And um, oh, what I think that, I mean, the, the, was a Deadline Quotes producer, Frederick Malmberg, is saying... The original ended with Aaron on the throne as a seasoned warrior, and this is the take of the film we will make. It's that Nordic Viking mythic guy who's played the role of the king, warrior, soldier, mercenary, and who's bedded more women than anything, nearing the last cycle of his life. He knows he'll be going to Valhalla, and he wants to go with a good battle. So, I mean, they're going to reference the fact that he's just old. Gonna, can, you, can you just imagine Conan now, like a 60 Trying to lift a fucking sword? 60-year-old Conan with the fucking long hair. You know, it's going to look weird. And his and his American bald. and his American no, bald. Just have yeah. the hair at the sides, bald on the top. No, no. And his Americanese has gotten very weird over over <laughs> the last twenty years. You know, I mean, he sounded um, hyperbolic. You know, he he sounded fucking like Conan. In, Samir- in, he sounded he sounded like a Sumerian. Sumerian, yeah. In, in in Conan, because he had this weird fucking accent. What the fuck, Sumeria? How the fuck do you know what a Sumerian sounds like? So, it sounds, sounds like, like that. <laughs> it sounds like that. And now and now it sounds like the Sumerian's been living in California for twenty five years, and, he's got, a nice and he's got this weird Americanese going on. And that's going to be weird. <laughs> and when he starts talking shit about the women in light of the scandal, that's, that's yeah, that's, it's that's, just going to be weird now. It's just going to sound weird. What I like about the Last Stand is that it's but he's an asshole. Like he is an yeah, asshole. He, so they probably say, "Can you put in a scene where I look at the maid?" Oh, and uh, the, the the scene in the, the the Last Stand trailer with the Conan sword. Did you see that? Oh, there's a new trailer. Did you see that? No, no, I didn't see that. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Conan sword makes an appearance. Why? Well, you got to see the trailer. Oh wow! Because they're 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 going through. Um, they're awesome, like get, get, getting ready for this uh, big fucking shootout. And Luis Luis uh, Guzman Guzman is it Guzman or Guzman Guzman Guzman. Watch Community. He's in there. Luis Guzman. It's the Luis Guzman it, Community High School for a while. <laughs> Luis Guzman just picks up this sword and is like, "Hey, you never know." <laughs> <laughs> that's gratuitous. Yes, it is. Yes, that's that's that's. I just hope to God that Arnold doesn't say, "I'll be back." Yeah, I really hope he doesn't say that. He's got to come up with a. New Have you seen case. The Expendables two yet? Uh, yes, I have. Yeah. yeah, he flogs it to death. Yeah, I mean, the, you you hadn't seen it when we reviewed it when I reviewed it, right? No. Yeah, which is surprising. But um, the funniest moments in that movie is where they're not referencing their pasts. You know, like where they get in the cat smart car and it's like, but my shoe's bigger than this. That's funny. Yeah, yeah. But when yeah. he says I'll be back and Bruce Willis says no, you've been back enough. It's like both of these fuck off. Yeah. Die now. <laughs> just to, to go off off off, uh, off the news for a bit as well what the fuck was Chuck Norris doing he just turns up there's no explanation for why he's in Russia right yep, yep. none's given right no, none given no but we don't need it and then he smiles and gives a thumb and walks off I, I had no issues with that <laughs> you're fine I, I was fine with that come on I you expected like whoa you, you give a shit about logic with this well, guy I, I know but just one throwaway fucking line to say oh, I'm here for the CIA or some shit nah I love the fact that they didn't that he just turns up it's like you know it's Chuck fucking Norris it's a legend yeah, but it's, I mean, he's going to turn up out of the middle of nowhere. I know, but if they're going to do that, they should go the full that way, so that when every time he walks into frame, it should just hear eagles fucking screech, <laughs> an Indian pipe blowing. No, it didn't bug me. It bugged the fuck out of me. I was like, sitting there, sitting there, going, "Whoa, must be a whole army took out all these dudes." Okay, there's Chuck Norris. I wonder what he's doing here. What's he doing here? He just 
Oh, he's off. Uh, but, but, uh, but that's just it. It doesn't even matter. Why, why should you care? It's an Expendables movie. If I'd gone to the bathroom at that point, it would be fine. I wouldn't have seen him in there. Yeah. But it, I thought it was funny. I mean, the, or, what was it? Um, the other Hemsworth running up the hill and, and Stallone and uh, Jason Statham arguing over yeah, yeah, the yeah, way yeah. they could do it. Yeah. That kind of stuff was funny. Yeah. But, yeah. And Dolph Lundgren's just awesome. Yeah, Dolph Lundgren needs to make needs to be in every movie yes <laughs> doing his chemistry thing <laughs> uh, um, yeah so if you want to email us and disagree with us on anything we have said tell us what you think about Star Wars or anything else you can email us at podcast at mcgappenfries.com that's podcast at mcgappenfries.com and leading on for our remarks then Bulls Review will do some other reviews um, we'll do some of these quickly we're doing alright for time so we can do a few of them I've seen a few movies over the last two months because mm-hmm. uh, I'm unemployed now <laughs> I've got to, I went to see Looper in the middle of the day for no reason it's great um, good yeah so Looper I'll start with Looper yeah so for those of you who don't know Looper is directed by Ryan Johnson who directed Brick and the Brothers Bloom which I really need to see the Brothers Bloom I haven't watched that it's a, it's a good movie yeah uh, I didn't I mean I, it, didn't I, like it as much as Brick I didn't like it as much as Brick yeah. but it was Brick a, is, a, is a fantastic film yeah um, so Looper stars Joseph Gordon-Levitt as a low-level hood whose job is a Looper. Now they, I think, I've seen one or two things that say like I think it's one of the trailers they they push the fact that he's a you know they're, they're special men who clean these guys up. But when you see the organization of the world they set up, they're not that special. They just stand in front of a sheet. Someone from the future appears and they blow them the fuck away because yeah. in the future everyone's tagged and uh, it's a very throwaway line. There's a lot of world building in this that's done with single lines. In the future, it's almost impossible to kill somebody and get away with it. But it's a lot easier because I think the moment you kill someone, an alarm goes off somewhere. Right. This, uh, sorry, this is the far future. So this is 2074 or something like that. And right. then in 2044, people are sending the people they want disappeared. Gangsters are sending them back in time. Mm-hmm. These gangsters are killing them, disposing of them in the present. Right. The murder, you know, the person doesn't exist yet, so there's no murder there. Or if they are, they're living happily somewhere else. There's yeah. no record of it. Yeah. And eventually, in order in the future, the only people who know about the mur- the actual murder, is the looper himself. Yeah. Right. So, because the crime, you know, the, the police state or whatever, so about in the future, to close the loop and to make sure that there's never any chance of this coming back to the mobsters 30 years in the future, mm-hmm. one day, when you kill these guys, you basically on their back, there's like a bag, sellotape with silver on it, and they can trade that out for money. And mm-hmm. um, one day you'll shoot somebody, and when you open their back, it's gold. Oh, right. You've just killed yourself because hmm. you closed the loop. Right. So, that is your last job. You have. The thirty years or whatever it is to live out your life and have to do whatever you want to do, knowing that eventually you're going to be killed. Right. One and you know Joseph Gordon-Levitt is the younger version of Bruce Willis. And there's quite a nice lot of setting up with this. Is first of all, I mean, one of the things that this is a time travel movie, but it's not a time travel movie. It's a character piece. Mm -hmm. So there's an awful lot of setting up of the world of Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Like they dress like, you know, they're all dressed in like '80s or '60s movie stars. Mm-hmm. And like at one point, uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeff Daniels is great in this. He's a, he's one of the, he's the guy who runs the the, the, the current <laughs> timeline's going to get confusing. The present gangsters, but he's from the future. He's he's the one who was sent back to set up the loopers and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like telling them all about you know my time. You know, be flamboyant, do what you don't be mimicking old ages and stuff like that. You know, do something nice. But um, he built a very textured world and a very kind of you know they set up all this stuff he spent a lot of time with he's just a feckless asshole I mean these are all young guys who are like yeah I need money now I'll gamble my future on this mm-hmm. and um, people start closing the loops off um, except for one guy who 
before justice this happens they, the one, there is one guy who lets his loop run that's right. what they call it there's a lot of little terminology and stuff like that and you have someone from the future running around the present they won't allow that that can't happen because there is a paradox because the paradox and everything else is too high um, and that leads to one of the most creepiest things I've ever seen in a movie ever where they're doing stuff to the present guy and the future guy is being affected oh, right. like cutting off fingers oh, right. and it's one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen it's, so, it's done so well it's done so cheaply I mean, this movie wasn't you know there's no time travel effect mm-hmm. it's basically just a wipe or not a wipe it's a camera off camera move, move actor in camera right. on again there's nothing flashy about an awful lot of it but it is directed right. with panache right. um, but just the way that they do this guy being the, the, the time the people who are sent back you know if you're sent back from the, if you're sent back from the future you know it sounds you, like a, it sounds really dead the time the, t- the time travel doesn't make sense so don't try to make it make sense okay but basically I'm get, getting around to the point is that Joseph Gordon-Levitt is There's, totally happy with his life Bruce Willis comes back gets away and then Joseph Gordon-Levitt's after him the gangsters are after Joseph Gordon-Levitt because you know if they do stuff to him Bruce Willis it'll happen to Bruce Willis so they can get Bruce Willis back that way yeah he's trying to close his loop so he can live his life the way he wants to Bruce Willis is after something else which I'm not going to talk about because the third act of this movie is not in the trailers and stuff like that and it's completely unexpected and it's fantastic I haven't seen a movie in a long time where I hadn't a clue where the fuck it was going right like the first quarter of the movie looks I mean it's not even I was going to say third act there's like seven acts in this fucking thing <laughs> like the first couple of bits you know you, you get the world you get the life and then there is the loop not being closed mm-hmm. and then they do a step sideways to show a, a, kind of an alternate timeline like how Bruce Willis got to where he is mm-hmm. which is totally weird for a minute like you don't know what the fuck's going on here it seems like you just derailed your story mm-hmm. and then it shows some things from his perspective and then it stops doing that altogether and it just goes in a different direction completely and it's great Huh. It's really, really good. I highly recommend it. Well, I've wanted to see this uh, ever since it was announced. Yeah, you know, uh, the trailers look really good. I just never got around to it. Yeah, and um, the Joseph Gordon-Levitt makeup and acting—I mean, it's weird because we know what he looks like. Yeah, you know who he is, and you, that he's not trying. Apparently, he's not. Uh, some reading afterwards, he's not trying to be moonlighting Bruce Willis. He's trying to be a version of the current Bruce Willis. Mm. And there is one scene where he's talking to Jeff Daniels where he is doing all the kind of wry grins and the kind of the smirks and stuff. And it's really, like, at that point, you're like, okay, you're just having a, just like, Brian Johnson's like, okay, just be Bruce Willis as you, as you can for this scene. <laughs> um, Jeff Daniels is great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, there's another guy, Seth, oh, fuck his fucking name. Noah Sagan, he plays Kid Blue. He's like, there's the Loopers and then there's the Gatman. So the loopers have blunderbuss. I mean, it's again, there's always this texture to this world. Blunderbuss is because they don't need to be accurate guys. They just need to blow the fuck away out of anybody. They're like a shotgun. Right, right. And the Gatmen all have like old school revolvers because it's all about style in the future. I, I, I don't know to make a car that Joseph Gordon-Levitt drives, but it's basically, it's not a piece of shit, but it's like a Mazda or something like that. But it's right. old enough that it's a vintage. So right, it's kind right. of, that texture adds to it as well. Right. Um, but these Gatmen, this guy is like a fucking idiot. Like, he's set up as a kind of a menacing bad guy, but there's a lot of funny shit happens with him like it's funny as well mm-hmm. um, it's, it's, a, it's a great drama it's a good sci-fi movie the time travel doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever but it's great cool so go watch it excellent how about you what you got uh, <laughs> I haven't really managed to watch much I mean like I, I caught Madagascar I know you're getting married whatever no, I caught, I'm I making caught, a movie no I caught Madagascar 3 <laughs> yeah which uh, I wasn't expecting I, I had no intention of watching this movie because I'm not a fan of the franchise mm. um, but um, I read a couple of reviews and, um, have you seen all three? 
I, I've seen like half of the first one. Yeah. Um, which I've seen all of them. Which I, I thought I wasn't the fan either, but I've seen all of them. Yeah, I haven't seen the second one. Yeah, second um, one. I mean, there's a lot more penguins in the second one, and the penguins are fucking hilarious. The, the penguins are awesome. Um, but this one, it was really just reading reviews saying that, um, and the reviews were saying the same thing. I, I was thinking is like, I wasn't looking forward to seeing this, but this movie turns out to be really fucking funny. Yeah. And so based on that, I checked it out, and I was amazed at how fucking funny it was. <laughs> you know, I was. There was some really funny things in there. I love the characters, like mm. the new characters. Uh, um, Borscht. Because in, in this one, I guess at the end of the second one, they, were, they ended up in they Africa. They were in Africa, yeah. So I forgot how it ended. I mean, I think the penguins were supposed to go do something, and they had a monkey, a chimp powered airplane. Yeah. All right, boys. <laughs> All right, boys. <laughs> I just. <laughs> nice work, Kowalski. I just. <laughs> Um, so the beginning of this one, they're they're in Africa and they're bored, <laughs> so they want to go back to New York, and so they figure they'll go back via Europe. And because the penguins went to Monte Carlo to cash in the gold or something. Yes, to, yes. So they go to Monte Carlo to find to find the penguins. Mm. And but what Let I it ride. what I love about this, and uh, this is this is uh, what the the review in Empire made this very made this very very good point is that. Because the directors realize they're making a movie about talking animals, mm. logic does not matter whatsoever. Yeah. So it's like at the beginning of the movie where it's like, we're in Africa, we're bored, let's get the fuck out of here. A normal, a normal sort of person racking their brains trying to figure out how to get these animals from, from, uh, from Africa to uh, Monte Carlo. But because they just it, cut to Monte Carlo. Just cut to Monte Carlo yeah, and yeah. there, snorkels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? It didn't explain that at all. It didn't explain it at all, but, that's what, but it's that kind of movie. But they even draw attention to it for the fact that uh, when they're getting away in the car and the penguin gets out of the driving seat and I can't remember their name I don't even know the characters names there's the hippo the fucking lion and that's it like yeah, I don't know the hippo is Gloria uh, uh, Merman is the um, is the giraffe David Schwimmer <laughs> but um, Marty's the Marty yeah Marty's the zebra when Marty grabs the steering wheel and uh, Ben Stiller's character says so what are you doing only humans and penguins can drive cars <laughs> It's like I don't. It's like drive. I can't drive. I'm a New Yorker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like little things like that. Yeah. Um, and Sasha Baron Cohen has probably the best role in the whole film as King Julian. But he doesn't. I mean, uh, the second one they were pushing it with regards to I like to move it, move it. But they're not. You know, they they don't. They only play that at the end. He gets yeah. an awful lot, lot, lot of it. Where's my thingy bit? Yeah. <laughs> the fucking one of the funniest things I've ever seen is a bear doing like smart tricks on a Ducati. Yeah. Like the way like, that bear does, like, it can ride a motorbike, but it doesn't ride the motorbike anymore. It's just the sweet bunny hops all the time. It's this really bizarre, fucked up love 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 story between King Julian, who's what a a, a lemur, lemur, yeah, <laughs> and, King of the lemurs, and and uh, and this huge grizzly this bear in a tutu, bear in a tutu, who does is the only animal who doesn't talk. But but you know who does the growls? Who? Frank Welker. Really? Yeah. The, the voice of Megatron is the bear. Whose name is Sonia? Yeah, <laughs> I just I just love that relationship. It's so fucking funny. It's fucked up. It's so fucked up. <laughs> don't shut me out, baby. <laughs> Sonia, don't cry, Sonia. Like, it's it's all shutting. one-sided. I know. <clears throat> like for the first half, I'm like. She doesn't into him at all, but then like they're in the Vatican and he steals the Pope's ring. What the fuck is that going on? It's just all weird things come out of nowhere. Like it looks at times she does reciprocate. Yeah, yeah. It's just but just him hugging her face. He's the size of her face. There's a lot of new. I mean, there's a lot of new characters in this one because they they join the circus. Yeah, it turns out to be the worst circus in the world. They buy the circus because one of the chimps has everyone convinced that he's the mer- the, the, what, the, the, the marquis of, of the <laughs> the king of Versailles. <laughs> so he just goes around like. 18 
19th century wig and it's so bizarre totally bizarre would you mind I mean it's the monkeys have English like really plummy English accents and they're dressed like Prince did someone say it's Prince at one point yeah, yeah. But they, uh, they, yeah, they buy this circus because they think that the circus is a good way for them to get back to New York. Yeah, um, and the circus has got this very colorful uh, bunch of characters. Um, there's Stefano, who's a sea lion, mm. who's uh, voiced by Martin Short, and he's hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> he's just like getting knives thrown at his head. Hey, no, what are you doing now? When when they come clean about they they, they weren't really circus people, and he's all like. I shot myself out of a cannon! I could have died! <laughs> my, my tears are real! Yes! <laughs> no, but when, uh, when someone says, like, what, I, you know, you're not the tiger you used to be, and he's like, Bolshevik! I'm like, what? Uh, yeah, Is it bullshit? Yeah, a Russian tiger, um, voiced by Brian Cranston. Fucked up. <laughs> the whole thing with him, he dives through successively smaller rings to the point of ludicrousness yeah. when it gets to the really small ones and they just cut to him standing on the other side of the ring with his leg out yeah that makes no fucking sense at all like the ring on fire <laughs> dumping all the fuck out of himself and uh, the girl and the actress who seems to be in everything these days Je- Jessica Chastain she's, oh. got a, she's got a nice role in it as a, as a leopard she's a, nice a, a trapezing leopard yeah yeah <laughs> trapeze americano <laughs> which basically means slamming into things yeah <laughs> 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 when she starts when she starts doing what he's doing which is just like yeah, 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 yeah. almost dying <laughs> then it's quite funny uh, so yeah I was very surprised by how funny it is it's not just for kids I would uh, I would highly recommend this movie actually and then they've been traced by Francis McDormand who's fucking insane yeah. as a like animal a, control agent I like the little uh, Terminator 2 reference when she's coming on the bike through the smoke oh yeah <laughs> that was pretty cool and she runs through what, like there's a bit where she yeah. did, she's hanging off the plane yeah, 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 and yeah. They, they try to slam her into a building she jumps <laughs> off and just straight up runs through the motherfucking walls without stopping and then jumps back onto the rope again a complete disregard for logic yeah. it's just this is its own thing and, and she's got the sense of a dog Yes, <laughs> and she and she starts singing "No Unregard," yeah, and the yeah, fucking yeah. guys come out of their cars. <laughs> They're not even French; they're Moroccan. <laughs> Just it's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, but <coughs> but, and, but this was something that um, in that in the review, the Empire review, that I thought made a lot of sense and was a very good point. Was this is exactly the kind of movie that Pixar will never make? Yeah, that's true. You know, because Pixar, like, because there's no sort of like. Art. There's no sort of like be the best you can be kind of message at the end of it. Mm. It's all about living your life to the fullest. This is just 100% pure zany entertainment. Madcap, yeah, yeah, and un- unapologetically so. And um, I thought that was a very good point. I never thought about that. You know, it's like Pixar could never make a movie like this, mm. and that's both a good thing and a bad thing. I'm not sure because I mean they are kind of although it's weird. I know they are kind of simpler geometric shapes, so they use you know it's not. Yeah. Going for realism that yeah. much, yeah. But uh, I did notice all the characters. Like, what Ben Stiller's character has five fingers. That's unusual in animation. Actually, like he has five. Oh, I didn't notice that. Paws. Yeah, I know. Sounds like weird. Because usually you don't. You see three fingers. Like I mean, there was that gag in The Simpsons about how Lisa was reading about uh, evolution and said yeah, in the future yeah. we'll have five fingers. Like, that's weird. <laughs> uh, yeah, check it out. Yeah, definitely check out Madagascar. <clears throat> Um, I want to just quickly see uh, Dread. I, I saw just Dread as well. I forgot about that. Uh, I, I, just thought, quick- I thought you reviewed Dread. Did I? I think you did. I don't think I did. Oh, okay. I think I told you about it. All right. Mm. 
I have this vague memory of you reviewing it. I think I just, <laughs> I think I just reviewed it in your face. <laughs> Probably. Okay, anyway, yeah. So, But yeah, no, um... Yeah. Um, dread. Yeah. Hang on. Good? <laughs> it was good. I mean, Carl Urban's a good dread. Uh, I just want to do a quick, just a quick review of it. Uh, I was a little disappointed. I felt that the humor didn't... I thought the humor, the action didn't build anywhere. Like, it's building up to dealing with, um... Lena Headey, is that her name? Yeah. Ma, ma, ma. I think up to the confrontation with her, but I didn't feel like it was actually that big a thing when they dealt with her. I mean, there's some nice... The world they build is not very nice. It's more District 9 than Mega City 1. I didn't realize there's another, there's another uh, website post somewhere that has all the Easter eggs. There's fucking everywhere. Like, I saw there's a chopper graffiti on one point. Um... Yeah, I didn't review it. But um, there's a nice bit of chopper graffiti at one point, but there's also, like, the hot dog stands and stuff like that that are all referencing the old kind of the comics are in there in the background with, like, a lot of texture. And also, like, uh, the buildings and stuff are named after um, old uh, Artists. Judge Dredd artists. Master writers, yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, they nailed the character. He doesn't take his helmet off. Um, is it Lena Dunham is the blonde girl in it? Uh, Olivia Thurby. Olivia Thurby. Um... She's alright. I mean, she looks and, kind of odd-looking. And Avon motherfucking Barksdale's in it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is bad. Which is just weird, because it's like, you see all these other actors, and you're like thinking, well, that, that's low-budget shot into that for going, I love this Avon Barksdale. <laughs> <laughs> I guess he got out. <laughs> in the far future. <laughs> He's been in jail till, what, 25-something? <sighs> but it is, I mean, you know... It is a low budget film, so you don't get to see them. It's not the Mega City. It's not Mega City One movie. Right. It doesn't seem that way. Um, Dread doesn't say truck, but it is on the back of a jacket somewhere. Is it? Uh, is it hardcore violent? It's quite violent. Again, I saw it here, so I'm not sure if anything was cut. Um, the the Jamie Dodger loved it. She thought it was fantastic. She wanted to see it again in 3D, and she liked the slow mo effects and stuff. But the action was great. And they do most of the bullets as well on the voice-activated gun. They just don't do high. They do don't do ricochet, which is my favorite one. Regardless of soft right, balls, right. but like he does incendiarize them, motherfuckers, and right. you know high X some shit. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like I mean, it's worth seeing. I mean, it hasn't done very well, which is a pity. No. But um, again, all the hype I got was it's ultra violent. It's true to the roots, and I just felt a little let down by it. Right, right, right. Yeah. It, it didn't seem as true as people were making out to me. I see. But maybe it's as true as we're going to get. And we're never going to see anything else like it again because no, it's not done well. didn't do well, yeah. No. Which well, is a pity. Well, I definitely want to check it out. Yeah, yeah, you should. You should. should. Um, do you have anything else or I'll yeah. finish off with Skyfall? Okay. And then we'll just go into War of the Worlds and then... Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that movie we're in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, Bond 23, uh, Skyfall, for the 50th anniversary. The whole story of this one is that it's Mission Impossible... They've got the knock list, basically. Emma's let right. the knock list get out, and so Bond's got to get it back. Right. But it starts with... The knock no- The list. Remember the knock list? <laughs> yeah, I remember the knock <laughs> It's like, it's the list of well, all the... It's, it's a list of all the undercover secret agents in the world. Why would you put that on a list? <laughs> Why would you even do that? <sighs> Why? I mean, is it payroll or something? <laughs> anyway, it gets out, and it gets out in a, in a way. The beginning, the setup of the movie, the, it's not a spoiler, but the beginning of the movie is them chasing after the guy with the list. They're fighting on a rooftop uh, train, and uh, another agent has an option to take the shot. M says, "Take the shot." It hits uh, Bond. All right, and he falls off the train into the water. Right. Sorry, he falls off the train, not into the water, into the opening se- into the open the title sequence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very like. Um, Die another. Oh, I can get the Brosnan ones confused all the time. The one with the Koreans in it. 
uh, Die Another Day. Die Another Day. Yeah. It's the same way that like his torture scene was integrated right, right, with that. Right, the right. same with like his body falling into the water right. was true to an awful lot of other things. Right. Um, so Bond just fucking that's the beginning of the movie. He just hides out for a while, and then something happens that brings him back. He, he's like he's officially MIA or dead. Right. And he could stay dead if he wanted to, but he decides to come back. He's in Thailand or something. He decides to come back and help out M. And for all they say about this being the 50th anniversary and the kind of you know it, it, it's a lot more Casino Royale than Quantum Solace for a start right yeah um, they do bring a lot of things back there's fuck no gadgets in this at all P- pretty much no gadgets there's only, he only has a, an identifier gun like it's literally is this it it's like yeah a gun and a radio that's all you get that's all you need these days anything else can be done over the internet right so okay. that's kind of cool it brings it to that level mm-hmm. Um but it does still have that kind of it's still keeping that connection to Judy Dench that they had from the the, the, the bomb the, the, the Pierce Brosnan ones. you know M before was the guy who gave her the job at the beginning of the, yeah, and the, yeah. the old ones yeah. and then he's gone for the rest of the movie like yeah. she is being more involved throughout yeah. there was one with Robert Carlyle where she was in danger there yeah, yeah, in yeah. this one it's very similar to that in that it's a thing with M mm-hmm. that is coming back to haunt her and Bond has to sort it out um, and they move out of it again by they move out of where they are, you know, that MI6, MI5, MI5's headquarters on the Thames. They moved out of that building and it's into another place. So having it in a real world place always kind of was weird. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. they moved it back out of that. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been fantastic? Yes, I've heard. I've heard. Um, I, actually, can I just say something about this? And uh, I, I'm going to say a spoiler here. So cover your ears for the next 10 seconds, okay? Starting now. I was talking to Mike and, and I was, he's like, uh, I saw, saw Skyfall. And I was like, oh yeah? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chick's hot, right? Yeah, she's hot. Fucking dies though, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" Thanks, dude. And I was like, what? and then OJ, OJ was there. Was like, spoiler. <laughs> I was like, I was like, what? Oh, oh no, What's the big deal? yeah. Well, I mean, it's, not, it's not. It's not that much of a spoiler. Okay, but um. Have you ever them? One of the have you ever think for them? Introduction is also one of the moments where it's one of the few, one of the many moments where you're thinking Sam Mendes is awesome mm-hmm. because he's introduced in a long shot. He just comes out of he comes out of a, comes out of a lift and like Bond is tied to a chair and he you can't make not, he's in a long room. It's not really clear where he is and he's just walking up and talking mm-hmm. and just having that long one shot is fucking cool mm-hmm. and it introduces him in a really way and you're like who the fuck is this because he hasn't been shown up until this point at all. Mm-hmm. Like and it's a, it's a, it's a really interesting way of doing it. It's that blonde hair and the way he's talking and stuff, and he's just doing like awesome stuff. Like he's talking about um, the variances in his tone. Like they're they're completely intentional and they work really really well. Like mm-hmm. he's just talking about oh I can you know destabilize that Nigerian country. Boop. I can uh, buy a multinational corporation. Bing. You know he's just doing little things like that and it's just menacing. <laughs> it's fucking menacing. Cool. Um, there's well, other- I've heard a lot of good things about this. Yeah. Actually, everyone's been telling me that it's. A really, really solid film. It is. Now the, the the third act kind of falls down a little bit because they. Ch- I've heard that. I've yeah. heard that. That the, the, the third act drags a bit. It does drag a bit. I mean, it's it turns into a tower defense, which is kind of. I don't know. It's not really. I, mean, I don't know. It, it's the more it goes on, the more it seems like a bad idea they did that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, Javier Dem is a cyber terrorist, so they go somewhere that's pretty basic. Mm-hmm. Um. But the, the directions, like Robert, Roger Deakins' work is fantastic on this. I mean, there's a, there's a scene in Shanghai where Bond's after somebody, and it's the spits in the trailer that looks all Blade Runner. Mm-hmm. So you've got the neon reflected in, an empty, in the glass in an empty office building. Mm-hmm. And there's one thing that's like, it's a shot, it's a cool badass shot, but also it has a plot point where Bond opens a door, and it's, everything in there is glass. But because of the angle of the door, you're, he can see the guy, the guy can't see him. Mm-hmm. And even with that, it just looks all oh, beautiful, there's neon reflected everywhere. And it took me a while to notice what was going on, but when you realize that, yeah, because of the way that it's lit, 
Bond can see through the mask, but the guy can't see back. It's just cool looking. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, although the shot of the guy falling in the trailer that was like yeah. a long, slow, cool looking shot. That's not really in the movie. It went by really, really quick. Oh right. Yeah. But there is I mean, it looks great. It looks really, really good. And there's a lot of nods, it is the fiftieth anniversary, there's a lot of nods. The ending in particular is there's some things there that you're like very, very cool, but I won't spoil those. But okay. um, or what Skyfall is as well. This is interestingly enough. Right. So yeah, I mean it it, it pays homage to all the different types of bonds a little bit I think and uh, Daniel Craig's still pretty good although I heard, overheard another radio uh, inter- uh, the radio show talking about two movies ago he'd just gotten his double O license and now they're talking about him being an old dinosaur yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah I mean he's 44 I think yeah oh excellent hmm. so yeah just to wrap up we'll just uh, very briefly talk about um, War of the Worlds Goliath yes did you enjoy it I did. So we saw this last night. This you're probably movie. you're probably a better person to talk about it than me. Well, we should give the background. I mean, yeah, I people was, are interested. I so. was the uh, voice director uh, on on this film, uh, so he's not wearing a bad beret, folks. It's okay. Yeah. So I direct, I directed all of the actors, including and, me, uh, including Ian. Ian uh-huh. Ian plays the role of Liam. Is uh, Liam O'Rourke. Liam O'Rourke. So he gets to have a scene with Adrian Paul and fucking Mark Shepard. Yeah. <laughs> Although when I recorded it, it was the same with myself because yes. I did all the lines. Yes. Yeah, so unfortunately, he wasn't in the same room with these guys. No. Um, but you were. I was. Yes. <laughs> Fucker. It was good. Good fun. Yeah. Um, uh, and this film is essentially what it is. It's um, it's an unofficial sequel to um, the original novel. Um, War, takes, of the War of the Worlds takes place um, in 1915, about 15 years after the events of the novel, and uh, taking the, the the theory that um, after the um, Martian invasion, after the bacteria had kind of killed them off, uh, the human humans basically took all of the um, Mar- they reverse engineered the tech. Yeah, well, reverse engineered all the Martian tech and incorporated it into their infrastructure. Yeah. And so everyone has their own tripods, and like World War One is still brewing. Yeah. But the Martians, we have received signals that the Martians could be coming. Yes. So they decide <laughs> to have this. They decide to build this international uh, army called Ares, which, if I'm not mistaken, stands for the Allied Resistance Earth Squadrons. Yes. I mean, you've only been you've only been living and breathing this shit for four years. Yeah. It's like I've I've seen this movie so many fucking times in through so through every phase of development. That uh, I have no idea if it's any good or not. So last night was the gala pre- preview, not the gala, gala premiere. It was a gala preview gala at preview. the GSC Cinemas at Pavilion. Mm-hmm. So we got to see it. Um, I was great in it. Yeah, you were awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it's uh, so if, if you haven't seen any of the, the stills or screenshots of it, it's it, it's kind of an anime looking thing. Yeah. Um, it's got a bit of a steampunk element to it. Yeah, Goliath is the name of the. the it's Achilles class, right? Yes. Trying to figure out the different names yes. of them. Of one of the, the main small tanks. Ones, the small ones are scouts. Yeah. And uh, what are the middle ones? Uh, I don't know. They don't have a name. No, they don't. Do they have middle ones? I don't think. They're, they're, they're the smaller ones are slightly smaller than Goliath. Those are the scouts. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so it's all the, the, the cast of, like, it's Peter Wingfield as the main guy, right? Peter Wingfield is the main character. Um, Adrian Paul is the Irish lout. Um, um, Jim Burns plays uh, Secretary of War um, uh, Theodore Roosevelt. I like Tony's stuff in it. Tony's stuff was pretty good. Tony, the, yeah. little, the little Malaysian Chevette's got like a lot of love in our cinema. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, t- yeah, Tony Yusuf plays the character of uh, Lieutenant Raja Iskandar Shah. Yeah, <laughs> he gets to stab a Martian in the face. Yeah, with a Chris. Yeah, you know, which makes no sense. It's like all these bullets can't can uh, penetrate it, but here comes this fucker with a Chris. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it's just, why didn't ever, why, why bother building tripods? Just give just everyone Chris's <laughs> Why not build guns that throw fire Chris's? <laughs> That's the Martian's Martian's weakness. 
the Malay Chris. He's got a really good arm. Yeah. Silver, they're Cybermen. Yep. Um, so this is a real steampunky thing, and it's about the tank, the battle tank uh, Goliath, and their battles with the Martians. And the Martians do come back, and we get a big old fight scenes and stuff. And yeah, there's a lot of action in this movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it definitely is. You can. T- it's very much a fanboy film. Yeah. Um, and Joe Joe Pearson, the director, he's very much a fanboy himself. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> I mean, you ever like get him talking about anything that he's interested in, which is a lot of things. He can talk and talk and talk. Really? Yeah. I'm a yeah. suck. I mean, I. <laughs> what do you think we're doing, asshole? <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, watching it last night was kind of interesting in the sense that it was, it was, it. The, the thing that kind of hit me last night is that it's pretty decently paced. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it doesn't lag. I mean, you had that, you showed me you showed me a copy back in March, but uh, yeah, I was like, shut the fuck up, trying to watch a movie. Yeah, I mean, I was engrossed in it. I mean. I did hear some people afterwards talking, which was kind of weird talking about it with the people who made it. But some people saying like the pacing with the story was a bit, yeah, not fleshed out. So, but I don't yeah. know. It means it's 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 setting everything up. I mean, well, right? I think part of the problem is that, um, uh, and and Joe even Joe himself has admitted this is that uh, if he could do it all do it do it all over now, he would lose one of the battles. Really, he would lose one of the fight sequences and just put in more character stuff. Oh, because um, you know, I mean, it's it, it it's gone through many sort of. Uh, uh, f- uh, stages of um, development with the story. Um, it is more or less the 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 the, the, the film that we did. I mean, like the, the final film, I'd say is about seventy five percent what the script was. Yeah, and then a lot of and then another thirty five and then another twenty five percent has kind of been changed a bit here and there, um, and some and, and a lot of character stuff kind of got chucked out. Yeah, because it was just running too long. Mm. And uh, it's my first time seeing it in three D, which was pretty cool. I like the very 3D. subtle. I like the 3D in this movie. Actually, yeah. I think 3D really elevates. The it's film. mostly 3D ash. Yeah, like there's a lot of ash yeah. when Martians attack and yeah. shit blows up. But it's a, it's mostly that kind of stuff. And it's, I mean, I hate it when what's his name? It's not Giffen. It's the other guy. Who's the head of Disney? Head of Disney. I don't know. Okay, well, it was one of those guys. who's all about like, oh, it's not about having pokey things. It's about providing immersion. It's like fuck off. Yeah, but um. <laughs> And this, it, it worked pretty well. I mean, the 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 the, the Martian machines pop, and the, I love the the, the 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 walkers are excellent, just badass looking. Yeah, the tripods are pretty fucking cool. Yeah, the designs are just very very nice. Yeah, nice nice retro steampunky thing. Although if they can put heat rays on their backpacks, why don't they all have heat ray backpacks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Again, it's like a hole. Yeah, there's. It yeah. wouldn't be McAppen fries if we didn't find some plot holes. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure people find plot holes. Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, it does end as well on a kind of. It's not final. No, it's not. It's um. It's definitely. Is it transmedia? It's definitely opening itself up for uh, for for more stories. Yeah. Um. I tell it's you it's actually pretty much insisting yeah. <laughs> on more stories. <laughs> yeah. It's not even like oh, if this does well, we may go here. This yeah. is like. <laughs> this is like no this is gonna happen sequel over here <laughs> signpost um, but for the future of it I'm not sure I mean like I, I know that uh, Joe has a sequel idea mapped out um, the Russian per- State Manhattan personally I mean I'd like to see it go, into, go to TV yeah I think I think it, that it's uh, it's got a lot of potential as a, as a television series mm-hmm. um, but um, you know especially because this is something that can go on forever yeah yeah you know uh, the, the whole like, the whole concept behind it of this ongoing battle between humans and the Martians. Yeah, it's a prequel to Warhammer 40k. Yeah. In the future, there is only war. <laughs> exactly. I mean, there's a lot of potential, and I think, I mean, I doubt they'll listen to me. Yeah. Uh, but, 
I mean, if, 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 if I had a choice, I'd like to see it like maybe as a regular series on the Sci-Fi Channel or something. I think that could be pretty cool. In between um, Sharknado and, and Doctor Pussy, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Sharknado is actually I, I did see the poster. We're, we're true classics live. Yeah. <laughs> I saw Sharknado. I was like, what the? <laughs> <laughs> no, I saw the poster for it. All oh, right, at, like, uh, at the American film, uh, uh, I, uh, American film market. Yeah. It was, what the fuck are you going to think of next? Yeah, no, it's, it's a tornado with a shark. Although, it, that actually happened. Did you hear that? In the run-up to the Hurricane Sandy, like, there was a shark found on a golf course. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was a small one. It, was, like, it wasn't like a... It was like the length of the coffee table. But, like, some guy got there and it's just like, the fuck, there's a shark on the 18th hole going... Argh! So he threw, it, he threw it in his... I think it must be his beer cooler and uh, took it to the sea. Fuck. <laughs> The sharks can fly now. <laughs> no, but Sharknado, that cracked me up, man. <laughs> and then there was like a flying cow. And like, oh, really? I didn't see that. I just saw the briefest of posters. The tornado of sharks. I still gotta watch uh, Sharktopus. Oh, it's a classic. Yeah, it looks yeah, good. It's a good movie. But uh, yeah, no, World of Worlds is, is great. Um, what's the next? So it comes out in Malaysian cinemas on the 15th of November. Yeah. Then what? And then we'll take it from there. I'm not entirely sure. Okay. How do I get a copy? Of, how do I get a copy of the show? My folks back home. Uh, the DVD will be out soon. Soon, uh, I'm sure. Because because uh, in the states, I don't think it's getting a theater release. I think it's coming out as a original DVD. Okay. So DVD Blu-ray, I'd imagine. Cool. So you're probably coming up fairly soon next year. Yeah. So if you'd like to hear more of us, you can go to the movie. There you go. <laughs> if you're going to be a woman about it. <laughs> It's was, some kind of piss patty. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what did you think of Adrian Paul's Irish accent? It was a hell of a lot better than the last time I heard it. Heard it, uh, like, yeah. but it wasn't. I mean, because I, I you, you played me some stuff. I think oh, I think it was the when you had the animatics or something. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. played me some of that, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Sorry, Adrian. And I was like, "Seriously, what is this?" Because it was, I think I said it was wandering. He was getting an Irish accent, but he was getting all of them, and they were on different words in the same sentence. Mm. So it's, it would start off in a Dublin accent, and then go to Northern Ireland, then pop over to Galway, and then finish in Cork. Yeah, which sounds fucked up. Yeah. It's, it sounds like you're and you're trying to put on an Irish accent. What about Mark Shepard? Mark Shepard's pretty good. Um. Maybe that's just compared to Adrian. Maybe just hearing it that bad the first time is like, well, anything's better than that. And also hearing my own fucking accent. <laughs> <laughs> I went in saying, no, I'll just do, an, I'll do my own normal accent. By the end of it, it was fucking Irish. <laughs> but yeah, that's no, a good movie. Cool. Glad well you, done. Glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I'm not going to see it again, though. <laughs> Unfortunately, I don't have a choice. Uh, you gotta go see it again. No, I don't have to go see it again. But I'm gonna have to see it again. again see it again. And I'm sure at some point. Yeah. I just want to get. I, I just need to go to the cinema surreptitiously with the camera and take a, a screenshot when I uh, take a photo when um, the credits are rolling. <laughs> Yeah, you get a perform by fucking. Credit. I get a yeah, performer credit is ridiculous. It's like was it, the Mars in the jar. It's, well, it is true. You did perform it. It's true. But oh, and the Jeff, I have to single out the Jeff Wing when you're not here is That's awesome. That's very nice. It's really, really good at the beginning. I hadn't seen the, the, the credits at the beginning yeah, before. Yeah. It's badass. No, I, I, the opening credits are my favorite part yeah. for the film. Because <laughs> no one's talking. <laughs> no one needs to be directed. <laughs> no, I just, uh, I was like, when, they, when the first time I saw the opening credits, I said to Leon, I was like, this looks great. <laughs> Where's all the how come the movie doesn't have any of this? 
same thing the first time when Leon showed me the tripod uh, the tripod logo that, at the beginning yeah was like, I was like that's awesome <laughs> why, isn't the, why doesn't the movie look like that <laughs> <laughs> and Leon was like oh fuck you <laughs> but it's true yeah. <laughs> you see that tripod logo come up and you're like fucking A yeah and the movie starts oh wait doesn't look the same yeah <laughs> and also the opening credits has got it's like really epic the stuff that you see yeah yeah I mean, but it's the that's the original world yeah I know I know but for the uninitiated it's like yeah yeah because I was watching it going what the fuck is this why are we in the wrong movie yeah they thrown out everything is the whole movie like this is it all single flame frames with music playing over <laughs> I wish it was <laughs> Uh, if you'd like to know more, uh, email us in a podcast. I'm sure we can milk this for a few more podcasts as well. We haven't really gone into that in depth, and we'll do more no, on the movies really. as well on your upcoming slate. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, thanks for listening to us. We will hopefully be returning to a semi regular schedule. Yep. And uh, if you've listened this far, tweet us to let us know. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, guys. Thanks a lot. Bye-bye. Bye bye.